You're listening to a good episode productions podcast. Buckle up, partner. Phantasmagorical. I believe in us. Ooh, so what odd. a beautiful spike. Oh, what a beautiful day. What it a beautiful is. spike. <laughs> <laughs> Send the bridesmaid to, to the, the <laughs> to the rugby player. Um, this is not my beautiful spike. <laughs> this is not my beautiful. There is points at the end of the spike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Under the, oh, oh, remove, the remove, spike. Remove the spike. Yeah. What is a spike yeah. but a something It's a dragon from my opponent Friendship is Magic. Yeah, that's the dragon. I know that. I know because I watched Friendship is Witchcraft. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> only ever I watched... watched parody videos of my the same way pain. i only ever watched naruto abridged and i watched almost like 50 episodes of naruto abridged um it's not when i was like i don't know 16 or 17 like me naruto and my friend were like let's get into my little pony and see if it's good or not but i only watched like the first two episodes and was like fine i never even approached it <laughs> no it's, the thing is it's a kid's show like it's yeah it's, yeah it's a fairly yeah, competently written kids show. I did watch That's a it. lot of Steven Universe, though, so I don't think I have an excuse. You don't. No. Yeah, but it's you not should just like... be like me and only watch things for adults. <laughs> like Riverdale. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it references things from the 50s it references that people things, are age don't understand. It's got very adult jokes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, I only watch adult things like Sallow. I just watch only <laughs> I just Sallow, watch Sallow only over and Sallow. over again. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I like uh, it, just because it's for adults. <laughs> I hope they do a Netflix animated si- uh, adaption of it. Mm. Yeah, that'd be really good. Um, Anybody else in this fucking party got hay fever? No. I don't know. I had I did like a few days ago. No, you problems, fucking know if you had hay fever. Every <laughs> single person I know with, I've been dying today. My throat itches. My nose itches. My eyes itch. I'm breaking out in rashes. It sucks. It's so warm. I have had a bad throat for a few weeks, so maybe that's that. Maybe it's the cr- the dreaded coronavirus, but I'm mm. choosing to believe it's the novel coronavirus. Every time the, the I see new, like novel coronavirus, the, the like spelled out as a full name, I want to like hear it in an old timey British voice. Yeah, the, how novel no- the novel coronavirus. How novel this coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of getting the flu, but then I saw this coronavirus, and I thought, oh, how novel! Uh, how so novel. I took that instead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, my throat appears to be closing up. How novel. (laughs) (laughs) How are we doing, Gary? I was just thinking about the the nouveau riche contracting the nouveau coronavirus. coronavirus. (laughs) It's a bit bit nouveau riche to get the coronavirus. I can't even get tuberculosis like we used to. I've got the clap. (laughs) Well, that's very good for you. (laughs) At least you've been getting some. Um, (laughs) I've not got the clap. That's good. You don't want to get the clap. You don't want to get the clap. You're going to have to clap again. Yeah. Getting yeah, the clap good. is what that puts right. So we're doing, we're doing good. We're doing shiny. This is, you know, it took us, it took us a few days to get here, but we're finally here to yes. record mm-hmm. this episode. Yeah, as I a, am, as a I group. am sorry about that. My it's brain fine. fall out. It's recently. fine. I'm kind of glad we're doing it today because yesterday I was tired and today I was, I vomited this morning. Ooh. I don't know why, and so called in sick to work. So I've been awful day. So I feel oh, nice. much more energized. <laughs> 
Are you I still okay? don't know why I threw up. Yeah, <laughs> I love the weird, I love the second part of, for you where you're, yeah, the first part you're more love. energized. <laughs> don't love the vomit. Maybe mm. you're maybe you're pregnant. I took a test. I'm not. Okay. I was very paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that crossed my mind. Yeah, every time you vomit in the morning, you're like, "Am I?" It's the thing that it crosses your a... mind. Yeah. 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 I think I've done three pregnancy tests in my life. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I, I like though that in movies, like when they vomit, they're always pregnant. They're always pregnant. Yeah. There's no other. Yeah. There is no other reason for a woman to vomit. <laughs> Apart from pregnancy, it's not like you know you get like you're hungover or you have food poisoning. You don't even need a pregnancy test because there's there's just two signs: <laughs> one, you vomit, and two, you eat something wacky. Um, yeah, yeah. What always got me is it. in 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 films and stuff. They're like, I'm two days late. And I'm like, two Ooh. days? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> like, what is that? I... <laughs> you're that regular that is two days and you're like, oh, I you must be like... pregnant. I'd Bella be like, I'm a, month, I'm a month late. I don't know if that's something. <laughs> I know. Bella from Twilight, who is 18 and is like, hmm, I'm five days late on my period. Is that like, How are yours regular at, at 18? 18? That's the most unrealistic <laughs> thing in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, it was written by a woman, so it has to be accurate. Uh, oh, a woman yeah, of dumb as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Misogyny wins again. She's also a Mormon, It's actually misogyny now. More gender neutral. Yeah, I'm a misogynist. <laughs> this is a cross between a misogynist and a mixologist. I make cocktails, mm. but only for men. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We won't left to trying to replace pints with cocktails. I know. Oh, that's outrageous. Oh, that sissy shit. Mm, yeah. No. Only, only beer, and only as an enema. No, um, you're not allowed to <laughs> enjoy Taking it up your the beverage. ass is masculine, in my opinion. Yes. Not it's anti-English sentiment. The inventors of beer, England. I thought you meant taking up the ass was anti-English. <laughs> <laughs> the English oh, have too. exceptionally <laughs> tight assholes, and they're good. <laughs> do 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 English people actually claim that they're the inventors of beer? No. Okay. I think the Egyptians. No, no, no one is not dumb. <laughs> I don't. I think I don't there's know. always been. Know. As long as we've had grain, there's been beer. Yeah. Pretty much. Probably in pre Neolithic Middle East, I imagine. Yeah. 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 I think they definitely. They definitely. In Gilgamesh, they drink beer. So. Mm. Mm. And, people um, love wheat. And that's juice. the oldest text. Mm. So. People, people did utilize grains before the invention of agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. Ag- at least in the Middle East, agriculture didn't just like come about as a whole package. It was like really puts yeah. the uh, really puts the paleo diet into perspective. Wait, are you telling me it's bollocks? <laughs> people did die when we when they moved to agriculture. It did kill a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, it, like it, it was. Like people can't drink cow's milk all the time. Well, it's also it's just like you go from a very varied diet to suddenly being like, let's grow these four things, and then, <laughs> and then you don't know how to do it because you've just invented it, and you're just like, well, I don't know. <laughs> they mm. they don't do crop rotation, and then they have like three wonderful years, and then oh no, nothing. Oh no, ever nothing grow is growing, again. and I don't know why. <laughs> and you get population growth, and yeah. suddenly like your population can collapse so much more if you if you don't do it properly. Yeah, and suddenly you can't, you don't move anymore, yeah. and you have to like invent sewage, and, like. Mm. <laughs> You get diseases from yeah, all the, all from the people close. That suddenly around. City living is really like, fucked up. Speaking of, speaking of diets, I do love that we discovered success pictures for food uh, recently. I know. Wait, What's really? 
Yeah. It's an incredible it was like Twitter calories. account. That's like, I don't even know what's called. Like it's one, of, it's one of those Twitter accounts that um, to a young person with an eating disorder would be. Oh, yeah. Um, would would be terrible. But all it is is it's two pictures and they both have the same amount of calories apparently according to this Twitter account and they'll be yeah. like something unhealthy like mm. a sandwich and something healthy which is just like a load a load of soft just a load of vegetable <laughs> and they'll be like these are the same calories. I'm pretty sure it's not true because there's a lot of calories yeah. in fruit. There's an incredible um, one, costs, one where there's one like costs three pound fifty and. <laughs> well, yeah. Instant, and the other one costs probably more than three pounds. Yeah. Definitely more than three pound fifty, and takes time and effort and knowledge. My yeah. favorite one is where there's like three pictures of a stomach, and it's like all of them. There's four hundred fifty calories written under all of them, and the first one is a stomach that is that has some pure oil in it, just like but it just, <laughs> yeah, it just fills just the, bottom, the bottom bit. Uh, if you drink like that much pure vegetable oil, <laughs> that's it's more I'm not calories. even drinking vegetable oil. I'm going to the gas station. I'm drinking crude oil. I'm guzzling it down. I'm not only drinking all the calories I need in one big cup, I am extremely flammable. <laughs> and then the middle one is like... Dear God, don't let you sweat. A yeah. little bit of chicken, like fried chicken. That Yummy. feels like one fourth of the stomach, and then the last one is 450 calories of just like raw cut vegetables. It fills <laughs> the entire thing. It's going to fill you fully up if you just just like whole pieces of vegetables just gonna fill up your stomach. It's great stuff. I don't and think then it will. food you just won't works that way. With any yeah, nutrition problems. yeah, you'll, yeah. you will poop. <laughs> food is <laughs> only about not. how many calories, not about like stuff like nutrients or protein or anything no. else. Mm. Just calories. Sociality or joy? No joy. Or, uh, yeah. Only eating disorders. Or meaning. Oh, there was another one where there was like two pictures of like plain toast with eggs on it, but one of them had the, the egg yolks taken out. Yeah, had out, the yolks taken out. And the other one still had the yolks in, and then it was like myth yolks are the yolks are bad for you because they have more calories and um I don't know. And then the other one was but fact the yolks are delicious. That is true. true. But yeah, it was still just like I'm... plain toast with just like hard-boiled eggs, eggs on it with like no butter, you got to have, no have a slice of butter on there, like a yeah. big slice yeah. that's then melted in. Or we've ketchup. Been, we've been getting our eggs from this local farm and I don't know what the fuck is up with the chickens, but half of the eggs have double yolks and it's and if you get one you're like, "Oh, a double yolk." But when it's like almost every egg, you're like <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this? Just, yolk. What does it mean? They're, they're giving them fertility pills. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, uh, Tom and I have just signed up for a veg box, which is arriving tomorrow, so I'm excited. Um, you guys you guys are getting so bourgeois, we're going to have to I cancel know. you. I know. You're going to sing the praises of Keir Starmer next. That's, that's, <laughs> that's linked to veg boxes in my mind. If I, if I ever come on to this podcast, or indeed any conversation with any of you, and I start singing the praises of Keir Starmer, you have the responsibility to shoot me in the head, because it will not be me. Okay. <laughs> that would be, that would, yeah, it would be uh, like a classic. I've been replaced. A yeah. classic show that you're in a hostage situation thing where yeah. you're going to mm. start talking about how much Keir Starmer is the greatest. Yeah, Robin's trying to like hint that they're in a hostage situation and we just shoot them in the head. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Well, it would get me out that's, of the hostage that's situation. That's what they would want. <laughs> so you get confused. You think it's an imposter situation, but it's a hostage situation. How'd you tell? Yeah. <laughs> we got to have different codes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, famously, if you're held hostage, you'd rather die. Yeah, being, mm. when you're held hostage, you're like, I really want to die in this situation. That would be better than being held hostage. <laughs> P- 
please shoot, I, I please will, my friends get... shoot me instead of this guy who's holding me hostage <laughs> when i when i get captured by by ho- uh, hostage takers uh-huh. when um, yeah yeah. yeah, who want money? Who want money from have, someone with money? I have this um, rare genetic disease, um, a syndrome, if you will, where I transform uh, quite rapidly into the capital of Sweden, crushing <laughs> crushing them all beneath the weight of uh, uh-huh. museums with seventeenth century warships and cathedrals. Wasn't that the plot of Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's, that's yeah. I thought it was thing. a bit. Like, it was you... a pretty big twist. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me, if you see me fall to Stockholm syndrome, you will also legally have to have to shoot me because falling in love is cringe, whether it's with your <laughs> with the person who's heading you hostage or just anyone. <laughs> if it's a hostage situation, if it's a loving relationship, either way, it's disgusting. And you have to put you down immediately. <laughs> 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 oh okay <laughs> i'm going to make Excellent a stuff. very loud noise because it's gotten dark outside and it's getting annoying that people are going to see that i'm podcasting so i'm just gonna yeah they're gonna like start throwing like eggs or rocks yeah. at your window they're like that guy's podcasting <laughs> get him <'em." laughs> okay it wasn't that loud actually the blinds at my previous place were much louder so i'm yeah, i fun. nerd in den uh window <laughs> <laughs> that's what they'll say that point no that's how you speak German oh I see a person who's okay that's not the right accent okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> I'm podcaster oh, I'm oh, I'm Ein's podcaster okay I'm a podcaster I'm a podcaster yeah I'm a podcaster yeah, that classic, oh, that classic like cast. Simpsons episode where like oh, the chocolate. main character gets like a I'm message that pods. says "Die podcast to die," but it turns out they were just talking German <laughs> to them. The podcast to the yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, it's amazing how you know that joke when you don't even know the Simpsons. It's very inspiring. Damn. Interesting. Yeah, makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've only yeah, watched yeah. the podcast. Yeah, no, she's just a classic of... liar. We all know that about them. So. <laughs> no, do you know what else makes you think? <laughs> Deeply reactionary books. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look at you segueing. Okay. Uh, my little volume down a bit because I'm clipping. Hello uh, and welcome. Are you to be digs because you're clipping. Sorry. Pretty good. Um, <laughs> I want to be the first person in the game to say. F- I've never really got rinse when takeaway. Peace spells with W I double Z A R D. Please. He's the character who started off the Discworld series. Most important wizard out of anyone I can see. He's a useful character to have around, but he's not one that I personally rate very highly. Rincewind is a top geezer. What can I tell you about Rincewind? They watch a podcast by reactionary anti-revolutionaries for reactionary anti-revolutionaries. Um, I hope you've got all your got your anti-communism screwed in right because it's uh, time for us to talk about interesting times part two. 
I'm your I'm your friend. Times. I'm your friend host Chaz, and you know I think hygiene is a greeting. <laughs> um, I'm your enemy host Robin, and I'm going to sidle up to you in a bar, and I'm going to flirt with you in the Esperanto of brutality. <laughs> I'm your neutral ally host Janos. Uh, I, neutral milk hotel. I've been told that I've I've I'm not being civilized enough on this podcast. So from here on, I'm just going to be talking about making sweet sweet love to your carpets. <laughs> mm. I'm your um, non-state actor, George. Uh, uh, I'm going to sidle up to you in a bar. And say, hey, me and my CIA-backed uh, militant group really dig your vibe. Mind if we buy your drink? Yeah, so... It's so nice to see our fellow hosts spreading democracy. Yeah, you know, yeah. some people don't have democracy, which is really sad, so they need it to be given to them by, you know, just some, some helpful government agents. We love um, social democracy, we love liberalism, we love being centrist. I um, love to be in the middle of politics. I have no opinion one way or the other. <laughs> I think trying to make a change either way is bad. Yeah. Oh, yes. that's my opinion, yeah. If you make a change, yeah. then it's stupid because it'll be the same. Ergo, you shouldn't make a change because it'll be the same even if it's already bad, which we're acknowledging, yeah. but also it's bad to change it. If you don't like stupid. the current system and don't have a suggestion how to change it, that's cringe, but it's even worse if you actually have a complete new system worked out. That's, mm -hmm. that's really cringe. Um, I think it's very I funny that we change. were like, oh no, interesting times, this is the racist book. And I'm not saying it's not the racist book. Yeah. It is, racist it is the racist book, but there are also just like other elements that I forgot about that are like not great. Not great. Well, like yeah, scare shit. I have yeah. come up with a theory about this book and Terry Pratchett in general. Okay. Mm. Uh, I I haven't thought this through that much, so I might just be posting like cringe, critical cringe here. But I think I think we have identified like three major ways <laughs> in which. Uh, Terry can be bad. Um, not that he always is. He usually is. He often is good. But he can be bad in like different ways, right? He can be bad in in ways where he just like doesn't really have good plotting. It's just going really going nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's one way he can be bad. Then he can be bad in ways that is just outright offensive, uh, yes. like racially offensive. And then he can be bad in ways where he's trying to say something politically and the thing he's trying to say is either confused or, like, not not well thought out or, like, actually downright, like, bad political idea. <laughs> and I think, yeah. like, if, 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 if the book is outright offensive racially, that's not good. And, I, like, that's going to drag down the book either way. <laughs> um, yes. If it's one of the other two, like, if it's bad plotting, which... You can, so music had bad plotting, you can but we still enjoyed just, it. Like have a good time with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can see why you're leading with this. <laughs> uh huh. So sometimes you can put all three together and have. Like, sometimes it's all three of them. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not combine all three? So you have a book. Make a little cake out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Things kind of happen. Uh -huh. uh, they sort of happen. Uh, they definitely happen. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting things. 
Yeah, so yeah. there's an interesting time is had, except is it? Um, and, and we're going to be like, we hate sumo wrestlers for no reason. Um, and then we're going to be well, like... Well, they're fat, but so they must be stupid. Changing yes. society is stupid, and you they're should try. They're so fat. Because um, it's, it's always cringe. Um, mm. I can't yeah. really... I don't know. I, I saw a tweet yesterday that was like... It was by some, you know, like Twitter leftists, and they were like... The only the only British author I think would never have gone turf would be Terry Pratchett if he was still alive. And I'm like, I'm not saying he would go turf, but, but there was a lot of stuff in the replies that were like, oh, he's the best, I love Terry's. And and I just think people have constructed... I mean, we said this before. He's a guy. You can, you yeah. can like construct... People construct this very strange idea of Terry that I don't think is what he was actually, what he believed or what he was actually. I mean, that's why we are the geniuses and I I know, I know. I mean, I think it's one of those things you can't, you can't predict how people will swing like either way or how they would have swung. Like, you're just writing fanfic. Yeah, Mm. if if you asked me when I was twelve, is J.K. Rowling going to continue to be a massive transphobe? (laughs) Um, I would have said no. Um, I would have said, what's a transphobe? Well, yes, actually, probably. <laughs> but then, like, they do in Treecast where they look at old interviews with her and she has a very particular No, she has vibe. her... She has a yeah, vibe. No, it, it's, it's definitely there. Mm. But it's one of those things where it... I don't think you could have predicted it would go yeah. like this. Yes. And mm. I, I don't know. I think to... to to say of anybody, oh, they wouldn't have done this. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, I remember <laughs> when people were doing those posts on Tumblr that they were there like, all men are terrible. Mm. No. Except for this man. He Except for Terry this. Pratchett. And then they, they always said like that. either a fictional character like Jake Peralta <laughs> or uh, like a real celebrity. And I remember one that was just like, all men are trash is true except for one. Kevin Spacey would never do this. Ooh. And it was like two months oh, no. after that. <laughs> like it's one of those things Ke- that you just think, hey Kevin Spacey, interesting yeah. choice. It's not it's not that I wasn't objecting to that so much as the comments and replies. Yeah, very, I, I like, get I get you. Yeah, which mm. were very like, ah, oh, Sam Vimes is the only cop I wouldn't say a cab to or whatever. And it's like I just uh, I mean, I guess, I guess it's because we've spent so long, like, enmeshed trying to figure out what Terry's trying to say about things. Mm. But I, I do think it is, it is a Rorschach test where you can sort of, you yeah. can sort of ascribe him to like a, a a bunch of different ideologies and be like, this is what Terry yeah. thought. Which yeah, fundamentally, I think I think I can't decide what he is actually trying to say. I think it's, I think, I think he Terry's was a confused politically. <laughs> Yeah. I think he was confused yeah. politically. Like yeah. obviously doesn't know very much about like the history of like left wing revolutions. Mm. Uh, I think all. he <laughs> Yeah. Or, or um has any real I like he doesn't have any overt ideology. It's I think it's largely sort of common sense. Yeah. Um, and being like I, he he does still have that that humanist thing, but you know mm. he does care about people. I think, yeah, um, but not in a not in a way where that's sort of tied in with maybe how he views different cultures, yeah, uh, or jokes or I um, in how well and you know it's not tied in with his ideas about politics so much. No, mm. 
Yeah, I think it's just like one of those things where he would refuse to do any reading on because he's like, oh, I can, I have common sense. I I can understand how politics works. Whereas on the other hand, he would like do, I feel like he would do the reading on like, because he was clear, like really interested. I think like small gods, right? Like he clearly did the reading on religion. (laughs) Mm. He, Mm. He stated in interviews that he did read the whole of the bible and he found stuff in it that he didn't like and he found stuff in it that he liked like he would be willing to do the research on that because he is interested in that but in the political stuff he just like doesn't really have like a clear interest in actual theory like he just thinks all political theory is probably humbug and Mm. he's it's it's just you know the common sense always wins on everything i was gonna say like on the other thing you said earlier with the comments on because I, I think I think the reason why the why it's such a Rorschach test and why <laughs> and why like the Facebook groups, right, and the Reddits are such a cesspool like politically. Mm. Um and why like Wait, people ner- nerds is part of it. That's part of it. Well, it's, it's it's a lib cesspool. So cesspool's maybe a bit more like vehemently right wing, but I I'd say it's more of like a custard pool, but like slightly gone off yeah. custard. You wouldn't want to be in it. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like actively harmful to your health, mate. Maybe it is, but it's it's gonna take a while. Yeah, <laughs> great metaphor. Uh, uh, <laughs> Maybe. But I like we we talked about this when we I think when we were at Small Gods, Robin was like, "Oh, I recognize all the quotes I saw from mm. this one." I think yeah. that's. Part of the reason why, like people have people have such a like selective view on Terry Pratchett's yeah, work, yeah, because they select you can select bits of it and be yeah. like, this is good. But then there's like a you bunch can, of other stuff that people don't talk about. Really, you can have these perfect quotes from. about uh, like Vimes the boots yeah. theory, right? Great yeah. quote. I've seen that shared advice. by people who have never read Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Um, mm. And then at the same time, nobody shares the quotes that like Rincewind says here about revolutions. No, because it sucks. Right? He, he's stupid. He kind of he has the whole thing, I and mean, we've talked about it before of him being like individual people are very clever, but the mob is stupid. Yeah, and get and, some solidarity, Terry. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like one of those things where he sort of extrapolates that English. into then political movements that are large. Yes, are, yeah. are stupid are and, and misguided, and it's sort of yeah. This is an interesting window i think this book i think i think um i meant to i meant to reread this orwell essay called the lion and the unicorn before coming on here maybe i i think i'll try and do it before next the closing one but from what i remember from reading this Orwell essay it was this was even before i became properly left left wing when i was you know still a member of the labor party (laughs) um But not even during the cool time. Yeah, uh, cringe. You're just, yeah, you're just during during the Milliband time. In the really Milliband years, were you in I, the Milliband? I'm gonna say because like what? when uh, no at that period, I, I was in a left wing activist group where we used to like we had like a, we used to bully the Labour Party people. It was only fair. We had an enmity. Yeah. Yeah, um, and. I remember reading this Orwell essay. I've not read that much Orwell, but it was it's it's a it's an essay about essentially sort of English exceptionalism as to why why like um about England being a very stable political society yeah, where things have I moved gradually and like he his I mean I imagine it's all shaped by his 
like hatred of Stalinism and his experiences in the uh, in like the Catalonia violence. I can't remember what it was called the 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 Spanish Civil War between various factions of the left wing, the Republican side, mm. um, and. Um, and he he talks. It, it's it's sort of, sort of appeal to like English like gentleness, common sense, gradualism. Mm. And I remember reading it, and it just even to my sort of untrained brain, I it sort of fell flat. Yeah. Thinking mm. about that, and I was like, I, 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 this doesn't ring true. Like, yeah, sure, we only had we had a civil. We, he mentions the civil war, obviously, because he you couldn't not, and <laughs> like. True, we had that civil war and it failed. Uh, really, it you know we got a piece of shit genocide man. <laughs> yeah. Um, instead of a more equitable system, and I suppose Parliament got a bit more power out of it afterwards. Um, we still went back to the monarchy. <laughs> exactly. We still yeah. We still yeah, got the same we family. Didn't, we didn't but, want fucking Cromwell anymore. <laughs> the same family, and then then kick them out again later. Uh, for a different monarchy yeah yeah a dutch guy (laughs) what if a dutch guy was english Uh, what if a german woman was queen i just yeah well what if (laughs) um but it's it's this sort of political tendency even among people who are i don't i have no idea what terry called himself politically i imagine he probably didn't yeah and he yeah, he said that he didn't believe in politics for a long time, and then later in life he said he was a socialist. Um, huh. But that was that was later on. That was sort later. Of, that was sort of when he began sort of thinking ab- about you know like his medication and how much it cost and like all that sort of stuff. Mm, and I then, suppose. And then he was like, maybe I'm a socialist now because a radicalizing moment for yeah, him. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. And I, but I think at least. In this, he's very much in that that vein of like, kind of woolly, comfortable English thinking. Yeah. Uh, well, British British thinking. Uh, I don't mm. know. Some one of them one of them places thinking <laughs> of yeah. like decrying revolutions and like revolutions are fucking horrible. Like, and lots of people die, but sometimes they're necessary. Sometimes they work. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes they get better. They get results for people. Right. Yeah, and his his, his read some of, history maybe. His, his his response to sometimes revolutions don't work and sometimes things are worse afterwards is you should never have a cause and you should never believe in anything. Don't even try. <laughs> don't even think yeah. about. Don't don't At try thinking. This... I want to go back to feudalism and be a man holding a string with an ox. This is assuming that. Um, that Rincewind is, is supposed to be his mouthpiece. He but is. I, he must be because this isn't like a Rincewind moment. <laughs> yeah, it's super no, out of character doesn't... for Rincewind, I think. Kind of is, yeah. I but think it's equally... It comes across as the whole Rincewind thing of being like not just just wanting to go home and put his feet up and have a pint yeah. and not think about anything. So in that sense, it is in character with Rincewind, but also it's like epic Rincewind righteous anger moment yeah why is like why is Rincewind posting on reddit here yeah <laughs> Rincewind got so much karma he's just it, <laughs> he it, it's like an epic epic own Rincewind epic owns you on youtube it's, tells you why your cause is stupid it's like that moment i think i'm i think i i must have brought this concept up on a previous episode but like that moment when when writing really feels like it's an argument someone has had in their head where like yeah. you're 
replaying something in real life where you couldn't say the epic thing you were gonna say. Yeah. So you make your character say that in your book. Yeah. Making up an astroturfed fictional uh, revolutionary organization to get mad at. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, look, your your leader guy is like this fucked up dude who's being paid to sabotage you. Just like I have other things to say about that. (laughs) Yeah, let's do let's do a plot. Let's do a summary. I'll see if I how much I can remember because it's very like (laughs) Biddy. I was gonna say, but you well, know what? Look at us getting into the nitty gritty of it all. We're like, so clever. Yeah, my nitties are so gritty. He's obviously done a lot of like reading on various Japanese and Chinese things, like the Nightingale floorboards and stuff. Are like they're real. Yeah. So there's like, so- what if Asia was one place? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We ja- said that last China. episode. It was really weird. And it was really, isn't it? it was scary. Everyone's so what if, polite. What if it was? And to read off the back of the book. What if it was inscrutable, maybe? What if they had a revolution in China? George, you missed this last time, but I read a Goodreads review. More like oh, Bad's yeah. Reads. More like uh, Bad Reads, that, in my That mind. said that this book was a great um, jumping off point to learn <laughs> about um, Asian studies. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't know very much about Asian culture or history, but I know enough to know it's not. <laughs> Great introduction yeah. for high schoolers. Let them show them this and the memories of a geisha and um, <laughs> th- maybe Madame Butterfly if they you want to get into a friend. You could have a better fucking introduction to like Japanese history by playing fucking Shogun Total War. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> Literally a better founding in history than this. Um, gonna play yeah, that's supposed to be. That, that's not on Terry exactly, but it, it, it's, it's on the person for thinking that. Yeah. it's dumb. It's just like, okay. oh yeah, you could learn about real Asian cultures by reading this fantasy about this. pan-Asian yeah. racist amalgamation of all of them. Isn't it? Aren't they funny though? Aren't their names funny? <laughs> Don't they have yeah. funny? This guy's called Too Little Wang. Isn't that funny? Isn't it funny when they're fat? Isn't it's it funny so when Sumerists are fat, but they're also really dumb and then they're, they're like so animals dumb. and you yeah. have to It is fat. funny to make fun they're of famously... people for having names that in English uh, mean something rude. like, um, And it definitely doesn't contribute to anything in the real world, no. like how people in South Korea get um, bullied <laughs> all the I time. Think, yeah, it's fine. Um, okay, so Rincewind, when we last <laughs> saw him, was in a, a, like a tavern. Yeah. He gets knocked out. Um, there's a fortune cookie. Uh, there's some. There's some Japanese no actors who he gets kidnapped by. Um, oh no! Oh no! And then they have like funny jokes about no. Did you know that there's a Japanese? There's a lot of Japanese no masks in the in the Pitt Rivers Museum. Um, yeah. But in their own display, which is very fucked up because they were traditionally not supposed to be seen outside of uh, no performances. Um, um, well, actually, I think you're coming into this whole thing thinking that context matters in a museum. Mm. When, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not true. I did yeah, a, it's I did just a, your bias. did a dissertation about it. Um, anyway. Have you been so- to the Japanese museum <laughs> where they have pictures of like um, famous professional ref- wrestlers? And there's a big, big sign that says, these people are not actually their wrestling profiles. Their real names are this. What? Mm. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> There's a big... I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I'm saying that the, the no thing is like a K... It's kayfabe. Oh, I see. And people get pissed uh, off if you break kayfabe and say, like, like point out that that guy didn't actually come back from the dead. Interesting. Uh, it's interesting because Japanese wrestling like has 
weirdly less kayfabe than American one. Anyway, I don't oh, want yeah, to get into that. Big there as well, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. There is some kayfabe there, but it's I don't know. I could go into this, but let's do the plot anyway. summary first. <laughs> That's other things to talk about. Um, he's been kidnapped by a woman called Butterfly. What's her something? Pretty Butterfly. Pretty Butterfly. Pretty Butterfly. Pretty Butterfly. Um, and also some other characters. One's called Two Fire Herb, who's the leader of this group, who is like the revolution. And they believe that history like goes backwards, but also repeats itself. And there's like an old tradition legend about a great wizard bringing a red army to like defeat whoever's in charge and then like they apparently installed the first emperor and they think this is happening again and he's the great yeah, wizard there was like a great wizard and then like loads of fire that the great wizard made mm. um, yeah and then at the same time a big hill appeared and i'm sure they're not connected yeah mm. yeah Suffer. don't think about it um, <laughs> do you think it do you think it's weird about how um and uh, sometimes like most of the time the names are translated into english um, but sometimes <laughs> they're not, they're so funny. he can make a joke. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that's interesting. Um, so there's also <laughs> another girl there who's young, and I do I do like the joke where every time Rincewind gets horny, he thinks about potatoes. I think it's a it's a kind of funny, <laughs> it's pretty good, like yeah. recurring bit. Um, like, yeah, therapy for at it. one point. Yeah, it says that he had to, ends up having to have therapy <laughs> to like stop thinking about potatoes. That was incredibly that. funny. I will, I will admit that. Uh, just the idea to get therapy in this world is yeah. delightful. So there was like a large man with a big stick and some potatoes and like a hot woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like conversion therapy. <laughs> it does, doesn't like... it? Um, <laughs> yeah. So you have to jack off and look at the woman, and if you look at the potatoes, you get stabbed. You can't mm. be tubersexual. Uh, mm -hmm. Rincewind <laughs> runs away because he doesn't want to be in charge of the revolution. I can't remember what happens to him. He meets uh, he meets um, Chinese Dibbler um, who talks to him, and he tells Dibbler that he's a uh, you know he's a ghost from the outside world, all because they think only ghosts live outside the country. I can't remember how he ends up... They get him back again somehow, and they tell him that he has to go in and, you know, carry out their plan to, like, find get to the Emperor and, like, kidnap him or kill him or whatever. Mm. Um, which is this plan that they've been working on. Um, and Rincewind is like, you're all dumb. Um, <laughs> is this a bit where he has epic Rincewind speech, or is that later? That's a bit I think later, it's a bit I later. think. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Genghis Cohen and his band of brothers are uh, practicing being civilized. Um, she involves... I'm so sick of these guys. <laughs> yeah, it involves like, buying stuff from a shop, and it's like, ah, oh, Kay's going to buy something from a shop without stealing it, even though I know that he bought those diamond teeth. I do remember that. <laughs> Well, yeah. Can't... Well, they have the the funny joke about him having to like buy the diamond teeth and not steal them, and then they have the continuation of the very funny joke from the first third of this book, where one of the other bandits has to buy something <sighs> from a woman and uh, not rape her. Yeah, it's, good joke. It's so funny. It just <laughs> gets funnier every time he repeats it. It really does. He really does repeat it. Um, but they do that. We learn some more about Mr. Savaloy, who's a teacher, and he's like, I love these guys, they're so funny, and they're yes. my new band of brothers now. I th kind of thought he was like a fun character in the first third, and now I'm like, oh, he's really evil. <laughs> this guy's horrible. Yeah, so... I do um, enjoy that his name translated <laughs> as Stuffed Tube. Yeah. That was quite good. Yeah. 
Um, so they have he has this whole plan that they're going to break into the palace through the sewers, um, like the, the the middle bit, which is like called the something I can't remember the forbidden city. And so, meanwhile, while they're doing that, they also like set some explosives, and then they dress as eunuchs and go in under the um into the sewers to get into the middle. Um, the wall blows up just as Rincewind is trying to blow up the wall with magic, even though he can't. Um, and he thinks he's magic, but he's not. And then he gets taken prisoner um, and taken to the emperor, who's like just an insane guy <laughs> um, in a bed who Imagine just loves to, to murder people and in insane ways. But he thinks Rincewind is funny, so he lets him live. Um, that bit is okay. I don't did yeah, that. Yeah, that's quite funny. That does. What if an emperor was mad? It's just insane. <laughs> um, and then he gets put into prison, and he's like, "Oh, there's someone else in here." And they communicate through the wall, and then he realizes that it's his, um, it's his ex-boyfriend, Two Flower. A big win for gay rights, and a massive blow for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like yay the 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 rinse flower reunion that I wanted. It um, was a sweet reunion. I, I wish it, it was. wasn't in this book. I just yeah. yeah, I just wish it had been in any other story. Terry ter- Terry even killed off his wife so they could be together. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yes. Very curious about that. I mean, I like to think <laughs> it's interesting. T- two flowers are bisexual. There's a lot of fanfic <laughs> opportunities there of having like um the like two flower of Rincewind in like college or something, and then two flower gets um, a girlfriend, and and Rincewind hates her, mm-hmm. and then like they get to know each other kind of, and she's actually really nice and really cool and really smart and stuff, and then she dies horrifically, and then it's like a sort of <laughs> angst piece about how Rincewind and two flower have to kind of deal with that loss, but also like find comfort in one another. I just think Isn't that, that <laughs> there's. Isn't that a common that sounds bad. Trope, which is about killing off the straight partner so that they, they can have the romance? So I did yeah. read a fan fiction that takes place at the end of this book where they talk about it, and he's like, You never told me you were married. He's like, I'm pretty sure I did. Um, my <laughs> wife knew she was fine with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's in the prison cell. Um, the the prison cell is unlocked mysteriously. We We get some Lord Hong content where someone sends an assassin after him and he epic. Epic kills him. Again? Yeah. The revolution tries to tries to get in and they're captured and then it turns out two, two Fire Herb is a traitor and he is being used by Lord Hong to use the revolutionaries to create a threat. He's a, he's a spy cop. Lord Hong kills him using Epic Origami because he promised not to like write or order him to be killed so he does like an origami guy without a head and he's taken away. And that's uh, gang- whoa. That's where we ended it. Did we? That is it. That's where we ended yeah. it. I feel like, yeah, yeah. That's where we ended it. Yeah, but I feel yeah, like there was like stuff some that happens more. Before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just happened. hadn't. I'm just not doing it in order necessarily. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Genghis and the rest, uh, Cohen, they get into the the Forbidden City and they get this tax collector to like show them where to go, and they they kill a bunch of ninjas. Um, and while doing so, we learn that um, uh, they're really good at fighting, and the tax collector's like, I love these guys now, and I will join you, and we will do whatever. And then they get in. Um, I don't know which bit we read to, because I read a bit further. Did we get to the bit where the Emperor's been killed? No. No, but thank you okay. for that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Did we? That's before Lord Hong um, 
That's the epic origami. Is it? Yes. Oh it no, is. we did. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sorry. when Rinspin yeah. runs away. Yeah. Okay. No, we so did. you're all lying to Pretty me. Pretty butterfly yes. uh, beats up loads of people. Yeah, because they, they escape from the I'm prison cell and they realize that this is all a trap <laughs> and that they've been released by Lord Hong. And Rincewind has an epic speech about how revolutions are stupid, <laughs> and he decides to go on and like prove that the whole thing was a setup to Pretty Butterfly. And so they find the emperor, and he's already been murdered by Lord Hong, and then they're chased, and they have epic chase sequence involving funny sumo wrestlers, funny painting a plate scene, um, etc. And then probably some other stuff happens, but I, I don't remember. <laughs> um, there's um, funny jokes about how sumo wrestlers are fat and thus less than human. Ew. They're, they're so not really fat. They're really human been, because they're fat. They've yeah. been breeded to be as fat as possible. Some weird, some weird like genetic stuff in this book. Um, I don't... There's this bit, because Pretty Butterfly yeah. is very smart and Rincewind and like shrewd, according to Rincewind, because she because she's like cynical like he is, and he keeps going, oh, her mum must have been like really smart. It's like... <laughs> I think Terry might have read some uh, Evo Psych... I mean, you can also, like, you kind of, you can take after a parent, though, like, in how you're raised and stuff. Yeah. Like, they were raised in that environment. Yeah, but yeah. he also keeps talking about how centuries of oppression have, like... Oh, true. B- ...bred people to be like that, which is... I could, you know, it may just be a sort of... A metaphor, for, mm. shorthand for saying the culture is like that. Yeah. But, uh... It doesn't, it's has, not really Maybe has that. some... No, maybe has unfortunate implications. And also the sumo wrestlers, he talks about how the sumo wrestlers have been like, like, what if we were going to breed loads of big lads or something? Mm. Which is not what's the voice. God. Did you know? Did you know Japanese wrestling started with, uh, like Japanese pro wrestling started with like some Korean wrestler moving to Japan because of a war? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. And, but he wasn't allowed to like, like a, a Korean sumo wrestler. But he wasn't allowed to like take part in sumo competitions for like weird political reasons. <laughs> so he started, mm-hmm. basically started his own wrestling. That's cool. Was it, was it because he was Korean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird racist shit. Yep. The yeah, the the Japanese can also do racism. <laughs> Oh, they do. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> Imperial what Japan could do racism. Are you telling me it might, it might have been some Japanese sort of empire. some sort of racial aspect to the Japanese Empire? Um, mm. the, yeah. the Genghis stuff is so painful. Like, uh, there, there's a bit like the sumo wrestling bit is obviously really bad. Uh, there's a bit before where they have like an epic fight against ninjas who are like oh, yeah. they they're so good at martial arts but look at these old guys they're just even better mm. as the it's that they just really like I get what he's doing Terry but but it just really goes into the really uncomfortable trope of like oh these martial arts are so goofy our like western just like streetwise fights it. are it's it's the fucking Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in the West scene, where, like, mm. <laughs> Brad Pitt beats up fucking Bruce Lee yeah. in a fight. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, even the whole Rincewind stuff is just, they're like, actually, we here in the West do it better. Yeah. Um, in in yeah, every regard. Like that, where he's like, oh, I hate my home 
It's bad things about Moorpork, but it's better than here. We are smarter there. Mm-hmm. Which is like, okay. <laughs> I guess Rinswin can think that, but I don't know. It's just very uncomfortable, and a lot of it just feels very unnecessary. Um, and then there's a great funny joke with the old people where they're like, they uh they're confronted with that the, they find out that the teacher actually made them dress up as eunuchs mm. and oh that emasculated their masculinity or whatever and now that's mm. funny that they get mad it's about that, that. <laughs> it's one of those things that it is like in character for them but it is not good <laughs> yeah. to read and it's not played as like isn't it funny that they're concerned about this in the current situation I don't know. It's, it just comes it's off like really like, gay panicky, and like yeah. <laughs> and yeah I, people, I, people always do gay panic in Terry Pratchett jokes. He like loves to be homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a yeah. classic Terry. Um, it, it, it is I a classic Terry, but it was just also uncomfortable to read. Like I, oh, I no, agree I with Robin that I'm it's like it's good. in character it's with them, but their the vibes of their characters are just so bad. Like I just don't want to be around these characters. I don't want to read about them. <laughs> I, I, I echo all of this, but I would like to uh, draw people's attention to the, my clothing line that's coming out for people who do not have testicles. Coming, it's called. It's it's going to be some really like hype beast streetwear kind of stuff. It's going to be called Uniqlo. Ha ha. Aha. That sounds very. Ha ha. Unique. 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 Yeah, I love it. I will once again point out how much the listeners are missing out by not seeing this. When we release the videos of these oh. podcasting... Yeah, when, um, when you pay the £15 Patreon tier you get, and you get to see us record it. Yeah, that's a bit, just che- that's a bit cheap. I think we're, we're classing ourselves down there. Yeah, yeah, just good to see us. 15 quid, I'd pay that to see us. Yeah. We're very um, photogenic, so... Um, mm. What was I going to say? Yeah, there's just like a lot going on here. I guess we, we learned that Cohen is trying to take over the empire without like invading like a barbarian so i guess he's just doing a coup um yeah which is which, okay i'm fine with good, it's good to do a coup you can't have a revolution yeah but you could do like a normal coup. <laughs> interesting messaging there from terry yeah also um i know that he's terry's probably sort of i mean he's obviously re- referencing like the, the mongol takeover yes. of, mm. um, of china yeah, uh, I think the Yuan, the Yuan Dynasty, or something uh, with Kublai Khan and mm. whatnot. But when when those people are all like canonically like white and doing it, it kind of has <laughs> colonially feels, you know. Mm. It does. What? Bunch of Big. white old men. Do we know over where Cohen is like from? A, a... I, mean, I guess he's white, but they're he's like the... the Hubland. Yeah, because like I feel like there's a sort of Scandinavian, aren't they? We said this in the last episode that Two Flower kind of got like retconned into being Asian, like it wasn't really specified uh, in the color of magic, light fantastic. Mm -hmm. It it was just from like far away because back then Terry didn't have the idea to make every country a parody of a real world country. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean you can tell that by the 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 fact that. He has to still call where Two Flower comes from Bez Pelagic, yeah. which yeah. sounds absolutely nothing like all of the other cities, like Hung Hung and and Bang yeah, Bang Duk and 
Yeah, even like the name of the name of two <laughs> flower. Like, like everyone else is like. <laughs> you weren't being racist in the original one. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> he hadn't put it in yet. <laughs> everyone else is like either funny. Terry, like thought about having racism yet, so he yeah. hadn't like developed as an artist. He'd um he he leveled up since then. He allowed him to to put in, invest some skill points into the tree racism. <laughs> God, like, he's doing that like Powerpuff Girls sequence, and his elbow just hits the racism jar, and it all just. <laughs> Except he's pouring it in, yeah. Like it was really just the first like two Rincewind books that weren't racist, and then with sorcery, <laughs> he he found the it, it's it's just like the combination of Rincewind and racism voice, just made so much sense one. immediately. Even though Rincewind isn't yeah. like a racist guy, like no. I I I feel a little bad for him. Like, and he's a fiction. I know he's not real, but I still what feel like Rincewind could have been such a fun character if Terry didn't just continue to put him into his worst, most rancid books. Yep. <laughs> he really does. I guess he's just like, <laughs> I want to do this, but I need a character we know to like witness it, so I'm just going to have Rincewind. He'll be there. Yeah. yeah. This whole this whole book is sort of about Rincewind, which is very weird. Mm. Yeah, and I, it's, it's very it's very confusing journey. as to how much how much we're supposed to like think Rincewind is right or not. Because I, I think um, it very much feels like we are supposed to feel that, but he's also sometimes wrong, and he's like canonically a coward. I can I can read from from the Wikipedia of interesting times, and I can tell you that. Um, Terry Pratchett explains the concepts behind the novel. It'd be easier for people to read Interesting Times than sum up, but I would say one of the things I wanted to develop in the story was the strange way in which revolutions can turn into tyrannies. People struggle to overthrow tyrants and suddenly find they're ruled by the government once again. And popular uprisings don't stop often to ask common people what it is they need. So I, I think If they're a popular uprising, how, how, that by definition the common people are doing it? <laughs> 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 No. No, because the common Ding. people are good old fashioned. Um, it's landlords. the bloke in the pub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the Harking Tories being like, would a house? You know, all the museum reforms they keep doing at the moment, and they're like, would the housewife in Chelmsford want to go to the museum? And it's like, well, you're inventing a person and saying what you think they would do. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not a real person. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I feel like I feel like you can make it, but it it doesn't even succeed at that. Is it like? You can make a story about how revolutions can turn into tyrannies, of course, mm. and it did yeah, happen in real life. Does happen, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you can make it about that, but this is such a an unsuccessful like approach. This. And maybe it's because yeah. like huge chunks of the novel are about how these funny old men are doing a coup uh, that is like not super tied into the the other theme, and mm. that I don't know, like. I feel like it would this would have worked better if it if it were happening in like Ankhmore Park or Lanka or whatever. Like it's just you can't like also make it at a different place and then make it about that culture and like this, the entire culture is like you can't just like I don't know. It just didn't. I just don't think this is the this is this is a way to do it. Even if he were like doing it more successfully and he doesn't like he's very confused about his own ideas. It's. You can very much like you can make extremely interesting works of fiction about revolutions going wrong and becoming um, becoming tyrannies. Like yeah, yeah, because it, it's a thing that has happened. 
I like, think maybe the problem is that he not, made... It doesn't happen like this. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, I think the problem is that he that, that he had to make it from, like, the white savior perspective. That yeah. If yeah. he... If he had done it yeah. like with not that those books were like fully unproblematic or whatever, uh, or like the different degrees of, I don't know, like if he had done it with, like with pyramids or small gods, where it just takes place in an entirely different, like in this different country with its own politics, um, with characters we haven't met before, right? Mm. I think that would have been a better way to do it. Uh, in that, I've, Terry isn't the author to do it. To, to make to actually make it about fantasy China. I think an author who is like maybe Asian <laughs> could have done maybe. a better job at or a white author who knows a lot about like Asian history <laughs> could have done a job at like making a country that is a fantasy analogy to because he he's doing this he's doing the whole I'm gonna be really deep and say stuff about society, but also I'm gonna make yeah. stupid jokes, which is you know his brand. But like yeah. it really doesn't play right in this. No. You know, it just seems really weird. Mm. It's just odd, and he he doesn't. It's very clumsy, I think, in a lot of ways. And it comes off. It's not. It's almost worse than clumsy because he can be clumsy sometimes and it's charming. But this is just. It's sometimes yeah. just kind of cringe. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it is like it is like cringe, um, lib dem shit. I don't know. It really is embarrassing. It's, it's very <laughs> much a sort of reasonable, middle of the I'm, road British yeah. person going. Yeah. Oh well, you know, you can't do that. Yeah, it doesn't I work. I don't believe any extremist, right? <laughs> I've never, I've never read any like detailed history about it. But I'm but just going to assume work. because I think that that's true, and people have told me that 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 must be true. Yeah, yeah. it's all received wisdom. Yeah. I mean, I said this about I, I said this on the when when we were talking about the name of the wind on on Quoth Killer Chronicles is that that book just made me feel really embarrassed for Patrick that he wrote that down in in many places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. Sorry to say this about like Terry Roth. I think is much better than Patrick Roth was, but this is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Yeah. I also said this. I, I remember. I also said this about Lady and Lady in the Water. That is also something where I just that wasn't just bad. It made me feel actively embarrassed for M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, I think yeah. I just just like back to the Rincewind point when we said we don't know if we're supposed to agree with him or not. Like that's the other problem is, is that Rincewind as a character doesn't really work for this kind of. To, to make this kind of political statement because you have already established him to be a coward in previous books like mm. yeah he's, and he's and reason. he's stupid you can't have yeah he you can't have like stupid, this yeah. this guy who you say is stupid then show up in this place and be your mouthpiece <laughs> it is such a weird scene like he gets so <laughs> mad and it's i don't know let me black pill let's let's actually look at that scene Okay. In detail, because I have underlined two, two that. Flowers, have two flowers there, and he's just like, who says this? And then he goes, does fun things and saves the world. Um, I don't know if it's that, if it if that happens multiple times, but one of the meltdowns I have underlined is when the character of three-yoked oxen, who mm-hmm. likes to spout these revolutionary slogans, says, cleanse the state with the blood of martyrs, and then it says, Rincewind spun around and waved a finger under three-yoked oxen's nose, which was as high as he could reach. Like, 
up to this point, right, every time he said one of his revolutionary slogans, Rincewin just absentmindedly said something. But this is, this statement of cleanse the state with the blood of martyrs is what really makes him flip out. And then Rincewin said, I'll bloody well thump you if you trot out something like that one more time. And then he, then he says his Reddit speech where he says, listen to me, will you? I know about people who talk about suffering for the common good. It's never bloody them. When you hear a man shouting forward, brave comrades, you'll see he's the one behind the bloody big rock and wearing the only really arrow-proof helmet, understand? And then Butterfly says, but there are causes worth dying for. And Rincewind says, no, there aren't, because you've only got one life, uh, but you can pick up another five causes on any street corner. Yeah, no one who's ever organized a rebellion has ever involved personal risk for themselves. No, no one's ever I'm, no one's ever died in a revolution. That's the part. Yeah, and they're always centrally led. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like the also, whole the whole paragraph where he's like, he wanted to say, "How can you be so nice and yet so dumb? The best thing you can do with the peasants is leave them alone." Yes, so they're like, that's okay, the other one I was trying to find. Subjugated. It's like you haven't asked them if they want you to do a revolution. It's like, well, have you asked them that they don't want a revolution? He's like, they love yeah. standing in the field with the cow. Terry is a primitivist. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they might love standing in the fields with a cow and not fearing for their life. Like, you don't need to change yeah, jobs. Like, <laughs> he, he spent, he's because he spent this whole book being like, oh, it sucks to be here so much. This place is terrible. Everyone's so afraid all the time. And you can look at this, also, this revolutionary pamphlet. It's just about not getting killed. And there's like, and it's all about like, oh, they didn't kill him for saying something wrong. And then he gets really, all really mad about how, like, you know, how you know, how carceral and violent, like, state violent the the country is. And then when they're like, let's change stuff, he's like, no, why would you do that? <laughs> it's like, we've been talking about it the whole book. It's fundamentally very confused. Like, it, like it's comedically extreme in its in its state control and violence. Yeah. The place which he has invented. Mm. And then, like, any, lo- like, th- there is one logical reaction to that place, which is it should stop being like that. Mm. And then, and he's trying to use that, and he then try, and then as you say, he tries to turn around as this, this turn it into this example of like, don't do a revolution. <laughs> it's like, don't do what? a revolution. But what would be good is if you get cooed by a white guy with a, yeah. with a, with a small group of white men. I mean, I don't know if take over your country. I don't know if the Cohen coup is supposed to be good. That almost feels like to me the Cohen plot almost feels like. It just has no ties to like. It's yeah. It seems to like not matter. It. it was there, I like. I can't well, tell you it's if it's good, book. <laughs> but I can tell you it's permanent. Yes, <laughs> and like the. <laughs> it's like I think I feel like he thought. Oh, well, it's a Rincewin book. We're bringing two flower backs. So we got to have the whole gang. So yeah. Cohen's got to be here. So he has to have something to do. How about if he Nigel just becomes is here. emperor? I wish Nigel yeah. was here. <laughs> Bring back Nigel. Nigel would improve this book. <laughs> Eric is here. Eric, Nigel, bring the whole fucking gang of weirdo mm-hmm. insult boys back. I do kind of feel like <laughs> have them take over. I'm not joking. Uh, once, <laughs> look, we haven't like we haven't finished this book. Uh, maybe the final third is going to change my mind. But right now. Right now, I think this is worse than Sorcerer, and this is worse than Eric. Like, those I books were just bad. But in this one, he is trying to say something and yeah. does it in a very embarrassing way. It's well, not yeah, even that like, we disagree with the point. He's not saying it effectively. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, it is a worse book, even though it is better written and mm. better plotted technically. It's just not good. <laughs> like, I mean, all the tight plotting so in the true. world isn't going to erase the racism. No. Mm. I mean, it almost sort of serves as a as a quite an interesting example of like the hollowness of a lot of like liberal reaction to like to left wing things even though it's like the most superficial it's it's an extremely superficial depiction of a left wing movement it it does serve as a good illustration of like a tendency towards reaction react like a tendency of reaction towards them from a certain political class Mm. or like social class I suppose yeah um no, I, I'd agree. <laughs> it it because he does he does do this, and um, I mean we said it like a bunch of times now, but it is yeah, it's com- common sense liberalism, which yeah. is it's almost it's just inherently contradictory because it is, and that's what liberalism is, um, is just being contradict. Just like you, I mean, a lot of people have contradictory views, but there there's something about liberalism where just like the ideology itself is just almost contradictory. Well, it's because it's always about conforming to the status quo often with liberalism. Yeah. Or if there is any pro- like progressiveness in it, it's a very slow and gradual one which respects the status quo. Yeah. Mm. Um, for the most part. Yeah. yeah have you have, there, have been liberal, there have been liberal revolutions around the world, but they tend to be all be quite far in the past. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's also, it's also a good... The, the point you're making about how it's a good example for like lip criticism is that it's... He's just really strawmanning. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, yeah. He's like, ha, look at this revolution, which is children and also uh, being funded by this warlord. Look at which this guy actually... who just mindlessly spouts out revolutionary slogans. And then look at these other naive people in the revolution who are just like saying exactly what I need them to say so that my epic redditor character who wasn't like that before i just made him like that <laughs> so that i have a mouthpiece so that that character can like epically own them there's a long tradition of um paranoid right-wing politics that points to left-wing uprisings as as sort of not centrally controlled but you know controlled and um stooge uh, organizations mm. to threaten mm. to threaten like the the home and hearth, uh, well, like George George Soros shit. Yeah, yeah. and the jo- the John Birch Society, which is a sort of mm. progenitor of much of that in American right wing politics. Yeah, they yeah. talked about uh, all of the civil rights movement and Vietnam anti Vietnam stuff um, as communist plots. It was all communist plots. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's anti mm. anti communism brain really gets you that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Terry is of that generation. Which yeah, but like yeah. we, we mentioned, we mentioned Orwell or George did, uh, and uh, this, this George m- mentioned Orwell. George mentioned Orwell. <laughs> That's my last <laughs> name. <laughs> Don't dox me. I wrote 1984. Wow. But I, shit. I don't think this retroactively makes me like Animal Farm more because because that's that, that, there's a reason why that stuck. As like the a critique of like Stalinist totalitarianism or whatever like that's mm. it's just like a, a, that actually like effectively shows how a mass movement can turn into a tyranny <laughs> in yeah, a way that Terry doesn't. George Orwell was like a very political like thinker with yeah. act, with an ideology 
a left-wing ideology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he did, you know, gets a lot of criticism, valid, like, valid criticism, I think, from the left, but... He did also um, fight fascists, which is nice. He very much did. He threw loads of grenades at fascists. Yeah. <laughs> always, we can all aspire to. I'm on board that. <laughs> I think it's just always better, like, even if... Even if you're like, I'm, I'm sure the like criticism in Animal Farm isn't like bulletproof, but at least that's well thought out, and at least that's like, you know, someone who actually thought a lot about politics. Like, I'd always much rather read something like that than someone who refuses to actually read into politics, but will still like try to make his political statement. Mm. Mm. It just feels really, yeah. really knee-jerk. Like, I mean, yeah. didn't, didn't George Orwell like inform on a bunch of people? British communists, I think. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I've heard that. I don't really know anything about it, but probably, possibly. Okay, cancelled. Yeah, I'm he not was saying a, he, he was, was a, a d- good guy. I'm just saying he made he was a better argument. A, I know. I just don't. Want he to was a sock. He was a sock dem. Like you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, hey, there's a ton yeah. of look. There's a ton of problematic authors who still like. It's not. It's not that not I want Terry. Terry to be perfect, right? Like, I think Terry is fun in that he's often very imperfect, and yeah. I think that's part of his charm. Yeah. I just think you know there there are limits, and this book isn't a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's no. a it's a mis- <laughs> it's a, a misstep from this often brilliant author. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you see, this is this is the difference between being a fan and like being sensible. Mm-hmm. Being a fan cast and being what we are, which is a literary yeah. criticism podcast. Yeah, yes, yeah. The thing I'm eminently qualified to do, having read multiple books. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Desert Island Discord has not done uh, interesting times, and they let their guests pick the books, so it makes sense. Yeah. Al, Al, you got to tell us, has anyone ever asked to do interesting times on your podcast? <laughs> oh, my God, I just really connected to Funny China. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I was going to say, I, I feel like e- pr- probably even the less critical Discord podcasts, the even they would be saying that this is not the best one, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anyone who says that this is mm. top tier Terry. Yeah. I don't think even Terry thought that. Like, I don't know. Maybe he was like, "This is my favorite book." He did think that Nation was his best book. I have not read that. He, I mean, this book gets quoted a lot on like Facebook groups and stuff. Like, people Does share a lot of quotes from the yeah, but mostly quotes. I don't know if it's from that section. I'll probably notice it when we read it. It might be later on in the book. Yeah. Um, Just like cynical stuff about people being stupid. Oh yeah. Mm. I mean, that's the rush act test thing though again yeah right like you can pick and choose whichever side you want terry to support you because he will have epic quotes for any of them yeah yes if if there's one i I don't think his quotes are epic in this to be honest like it doesn't come but maybe that's how like his more leftist quote come across to someone who is like yeah (laughs) who's like uh um improbable right-wing terry fan they're gonna be (laughs) reading him say the boots theory and they will be cringing at that <laughs> they're like wow a, a sad misstep by terry pratchett going maybe vines should have grabbed those boot straps and pulled himself up <laughs> yeah i yeah, like another... terry when he's making fun of other cultures i don't want him to <laughs> make socio-economic statements economic issues 
Yeah, there's even a bit in this where they're like, oh, two flower herb would probably say something about systems. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> wow, what's a system? Um, God. <laughs> It's so That's bad. Like, he could have he could have strawmanned them like how oh they don't even have an idea of another system or they don't even consider systemic problems. But no, he made them be cringe for having come up with a better system like that's that's what i can't get over honestly i I think it comes they like they i think their revolution would be entirely valid even if they didn't have any idea of a replacement system yeah i I do think so the current system is terrible (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) no i agree like sometimes nothing is better than what you have They have an insane emperor who likes to do human chess, like... Yeah. No, I don't think you have to do... You have to, like, read theory to be like, no, I want to change the system. It sucks. I don't think... I'm not not one of those leftists, you know? Yeah, I've I've never read a damn bit of theory. I don't know anything. I have never read anything. Um, But, like, Terry is like... (laughs) I haven't even read this book. But this book is, like, your cringe for reading theory, theory, which is, like, an entirely Uh, different... Yeah, it is. If you've read theory, sorry, Rowan, you cringe. <laughs> never read, never learn. <laughs> I, refuse, I don't Only know anything vibes. and I refuse to learn. <laughs> now that's think a Terry the, phrase. Think of the peasants. They want to stand behind the cow. That's what they like to do. Mm. They like the cow. They like it. They like being actually, in the cow. The thing about the cow did make me think how in a more interesting version of this book where Terry had read a lot about the history of revolutions around the world he could have he could have written about how there's sometimes conflict between like different different bits of the working class so say mm. the agrarian and the more more like uh, urban working class and how they sometimes come into conflict as a result of the revolution of different yeah. interests yeah i i but I of course know, that, that book doesn't exist <laughs> yeah yeah and there's a bit where he's like maybe they should just build libraries instead and it's like <laughs> what <"Wait>, <laughs> who i remember that now yeah <laughs> that was a, that was weird it's like who's gonna teach okay. him to read yeah. yeah he contradicts himself there because like in previous books he always makes fun of people who like to read a lot like that's that's his main joke <laughs> that's just him saying you readers reading my books you're stupid and to be fair I do that like is funny. that <laughs> and yeah. now here he's just like bring them education but just by like letting them educate themselves they would yeah leaving the library open and they'll go in there and they'll be like i will learn to read using the power of the books it's going to be that that meme where it's like book and there's one person and wi-fi there's like a lot of person (laughs) but this time it's gonna be like i don't know revolution revolution one person and book everyone revolution pamphlet library (laughs) yeah I mean, it's one of those things where it's like you can have the libraries after the revolution, yeah, and you can have a good education system after the revolution. I have no problems um, with any libraries. education system. I don't Maybe know. I don't know. I don't know how. I I don't know how we can effectively change the um uh Ag- Ag- Agatian Empire um because it's stupid and doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's also fictional, so we can't change it exactly. <laughs> yeah, Terry just um, made up a. Made up an empire Ma- to get made mad up at. an empire to get mad at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I'm aware, there's not really any 
they don't actually give any proposals until Rincewind reacts angry to them, do they? They're just like down with this emperor, and it's like down with the yeah, yeah. (laughs) He plays chess with human beings. That's what I said. Yeah, it's like he's like this guy annoyed me, so we're gonna get him pulled apart by stuff. Yeah, we're gonna make we're gonna cut off his lips, and then we're gonna make him eat them. And it's Mm. like I think anything probably is better than yeah, even just a different emperor at this point. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You mean just like let Dutch. him? It it would take the different emperor a few years until they would become as deranged and the, as the current one is. So that's already like you can win like ten yeah. years by that. I mean, it makes <laughs> some good points about like power corrupting. Like sure, mm, he has made thing. the same points better already yeah, in exactly. Small Gods. <laughs> yeah, but in in most of his books, yeah. to be honest, like yeah. all of the villains just want more power and. Like once and like I don't all know of what Lord Hong wants really. Apart he from wants he keeps to looking play in a secret box. That we, he keeps looking in a mysterious box that we don't know what's in it yet. There's a big red um, button inside that says "Unleash the volcano." Okay, <laughs> <coughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. I I wonder. It's the glowing light from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, it's just a light bulb. God. Um. I, I think it's interesting to, like, put this in contrast with books we have already read. Because mm. I, I just wonder if Terry doesn't realize that he has already been... Like, this, this feels like this is his first attempt at being political in a book, mm. even though he has already been political in Small Gods. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not politics, that's religion, which is different. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that, that's, that's the thing I was going to get at, right? Like, that, it feels like he thinks that those things are different, and that, like, critiquing, like, power corrupting, yeah, power corrupting or whatever mm. is a different thing than, like, talking about mass movements. Like, yeah, it's that very liberal thing of yeah. uh, talking about politics as though it's something separate from, like, lived from life. Everything yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 there's life and then there's politics. I mean, it's the kind of thing you do get from people who, like Terry, are, you know, in his position in terms of society. Like, he is white. He was white. Um, a guy, says, Like, it, it, it's the kind of thing that mostly happens from that perspective. Yeah. He's um, already an he... accomplished author and isn't yeah. in a situation yet where the healthcare He's system rich. is fucking him. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, so it's it's like you've got everything, so you do kind of uh, you are in a position where when the system is working as it yeah. is, it's working in your interest. So like politics is kind of immaterial because it's not affecting you, or the way it is affecting you is fine. The I'm all right, Jack factor is a, a strong one and yeah. hard hard to beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, do we even mention the luggage? The luggage is just fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I you were like, oh, the luggage is going to do some funny things. This book like in the sort of sex stuff he was up to in sorcery and i it just yes. hasn't come up in the the sort of larger middle third of this book we see a scene is that in this bit or did i i can't tell how much i've read ahead there's a bit where he, there like, is rescu- one scene where he rescues, the luggage he rescues a handbag from some like yeah some some mean suitcases yeah i can't so, i can't wait for the again. final yeah, third of this funny, where funny like sexual threat yeah, I can't um, wait for sexual luggage in the final third of this book. I think that <laughs> that is what is going to like turn us completely around on this book. Uh, yeah, as yeah. soon as the luggage does something funny, I'm going to be like, this is a good book, actually. 
I do like funny I luggage. I just need one funny luggage scene. F- uh, funny yeah. luggage scene. Please, Terry. Just give us a funny luggage scene. You have to water me. Terry, water us. <laughs> water us with your funny luggage content. Water us with the funny luggage. <laughs> he has <laughs> so many feet. There's so many possibilities yeah. <laughs> for sexual content. So much feet content that you could put in this book, Terry. Come on now. Come on, Terry. I know you want to. You have lit. You have created the character with the most like the most feet with the most feet. Most feet. But so, so the most sexual power. <laughs> not only the most feet, the most, the most feet. like actual human humanoid feet. Yeah. Yes. I really. I don't think I've ever once that. doubted the sexual prowess of the luggage. No. Like the luggage fucks. You, you know, know people people fucks. talk about fictional characters and whether or not they fuck, and it's mm. like. I have never even had to question this. Yeah, people will be saying that uh, you cannot make an action figure of the luggage if if it's confirmed in canon that the luggage goes down. But I, I don't think that's um, the luggage a does have a tongue. Yeah. Yes, and, and a really big many one. Many toes. Yeah. Massive, so massive tongue and teeth. That, very rare that we go off with like. Well, that we start riffing on something that's actually Discord related. Like usually, when we're riffing, it's something unrelated. So we've yeah. actually talked mm. about Discworld for like an hour and a half. Well, it's the problematic yeah. books where we have yeah. the most to say. <laughs> you know, with with something like soul music, it was kind of like I don't know what the moral is, so it's kind of hard to say anything about it and have like an opinion on what the themes are because like. What is the theme that rock and roll is evil? Mm. Nice. Um, I disagree. Just <laughs> he just thinks it's fun, <laughs> and this one is there, like just the ones that like he th- he's clearly thought about a bit more, mm. but not enough. <sighs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you better um, don't think than just think the wrong amount. Yeah. Every once in a while, I had I decided to write an essay on something because i had to like we always have to write essays but i picked a topic and i was gonna i was like okay i can write an academic essay on that and i started writing it and then i realized like halfway through that i was posting cringe uh but my deadline is approaching (laughs) i have to hand this in so i just going to write an essay that is subpar to like my level Mm -hmm. i could see that happen to terry that he starts (laughs) writing this book (laughs) before it's like it's already too late to just like go back. His uh, publisher already announced that his next book is gonna call it "Interesting Times" and that Rincewind is back, and it will even feature Cohen the Barbarian, classic character. Yay, my favorite! I don't know. I think Terry thinks he's knocked it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine him feeling good about this one. It just think Terry could probably delay deadlines if he wanted to. He was phenomenally yeah. successful. Yeah. That gives you some clarity. He also he used to write two a year, so at this point, so like I don't know. Yeah, publishing house is making money. I think he could have he could have delayed deadlines if he had asked them to, but I think he was too he was adhering too strictly to his own deadlines that he set himself. <laughs> like he was just in I, I I get this feeling from Terry's workflow a lot that uh, that is just the expectations he sets to himself that I have to write two books a year. Yeah, yeah it's, it's his personal like thing. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it, it doesn't. <laughs> sometimes less is more, Terry. Mm. Yeah, but there's a lot of them, so some some yeah. work. 
And actually, an impressively large number do work. So they do. Yeah, I suppose. The, the last thought in some music was whatever. Okay. It was fun, but like the ones before that, the four or five before were all like really good. Um, even yeah. if yeah. like we had some, even the ones we had some issues with, like uh, what was the last one we had? The the one before saw music. Uh, right, with men at arms, we had like some propaganda issues, but other stuff worked tremendously character the characters were just really good um yeah it's a good book yeah it it just had some great moments in this one i think just like setting it in a completely new place that is a parody of a real life place but in a very racist way and places exactly it's like a a a a place that is so much huger than like yeah, the entire Very continent, the completely different idea. civilizations the mesh East. together. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, Orient. The Orient. <laughs> he, may, he even makes a joke about that. Mm. He does. Yeah. Which is a fine joke, to be honest. But like, yeah, yeah we, we, we mentioned that last joke. time yeah. that it's like fine. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's it that. But it's that. It's setting that in in a different place. Like it's always, it just always feels more lived in if it's set in Akmalpork or Lanka. Yeah. Um, well, because he's in that case, he's writing about something he knows, yeah. which is how awful Britain is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and that's something I can get behind because I'm nodding and clapping and saying yes, this is true. Um, mm. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's maybe it's maybe those... do write about what you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like we're like reading this and the current debate being about how we shouldn't be teaching critical race theory in schools as if we are like <laughs> and it's like like the the education that we received on asia as a whole in school even when i was in yeah. school said, it's over there are, it's yeah they're like it's this great block of countries um and Oh, we did point. a lot. We did a lot on the one-child policy in China. Oh, we and did geography. it. Well, yeah, no, so did, did we. we. Only, we did, the, we did, only that. Yeah, no, we did the one-child policy, and we did the three gorges, George's Dam in. Oh China. yeah, we did that too. Yeah, three yeah. George's Dam. Three George's Dam. Mm. It's where you put to stop the river flowing. You put three, three Georges yeah. end to end. Yeah, Orville. Yeah, uh, great for Georges. George. Not so good for the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's yeah that's all we did like we did stuff yeah. in, and it was in geography like you don't learn anything in history and you know you've only got so much time in you know secondary school history to teach a bunch of british you know 11 to 16 you year need olds to learn mm. but like why on earth did we, <laughs> there's just stuff that we did learn that didn't seem to yeah it was just like a lot about World War Two. Look, Robin, I have um, a great solution to this problem. Uh, I have this book that is a great starter to um, <laughs> to learn about Asian culture. I just, yeah. I just think it's one of those things where it's like this, like this reads as just the product of a yeah. British school education because you just you and it's probably not just Britain, like Europe uh, as, no, as a whole, not. America as well, even like you. You just don't learn about it. Like, I remember when we learned about the Vietnam War, the way we learned about it was like... It was a war that yeah. happened over there. It was a war that um, didn't really have a winner, unlike, <laughs> yeah. unlike other wars mm-hmm. where people do where categorically people win. win. Yeah. <laughs> and like... This one didn't win because of um, the Viet Cong being 
crazy the and evil. evil. Yeah, Viet- and- Vietnam well, War know, was a no. war where like America didn't do a very good job like from the start to the end. Um, mm. Unlike other wars that America was involved in. Yeah, that grand- it turned out yeah. America wasn't very good at fighting uh, a long term long-term uh, war forced with unconventional tactics you know yeah. that's um, weird but you know we say we say that america lost the um the vietnam war but they were fighting against north vietnam and where's north vietnam now i don't see it <laughs> it's just vietnam <laughs> <laughs> i just yeah. i just think can't it's... Fo- show me north vietnam on the map <laughs> no, no longer there <laughs> i didn't see it's just like Say what you want about the Vietnam War. Um, at least it gave rise to the tremendous political career of Henry Kissinger. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's okay. May he rest in peace soon. <laughs> Maybe by the time this episode comes out, who knows? <laughs> that, uh, that would be no, really. Drop us a, if, if, it, if he's dead, drop us a line. <laughs> Look, if this episode killed Henry Kissinger, it would have made uh, writing interesting times worth it. Yeah, I would forgive. I would forgive Terry. Yeah. Um, I will personally uh, travel to wherever Henry Kissinger lives and I will beat him to death with a copy of Interesting <laughs> Times. He probably yeah, doesn't need much. How ironic. Probably <laughs> just like good. one hit on the head would probably be enough if you use the right yeah, angle. Yeah, he seems fragile. This is an actionable threat. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Kissinger, I... if you're listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> Stop listening. Why are you listening? You have to donate to our Patreon if you want to keep listening. <laughs> it would be so funny if Henry Kiss if if like someone sued Henry us Kissinger for libel, but that made us actually famous. Like Yeah. God, can you imagine being sued <laughs> you did the Barbara Streisand effect yeah. with our podcast, yeah. We I mean we'd get a lot of listeners before we were I don't know, extradited to the US or <laughs> whatever. Exactly, like life. we'd get the Patreon money we'd make uh off of this would just probably be enough to like pay our fees for yeah well, i mean we could do like a, a gofundme to fund our legal fees yeah um mm. to say that we did not actionably say we would like <laughs> to kill henry <laughs> kissinger fuck you yeah. just become lib be... grifters against against like henry kissinger yeah hell yeah the krasensteins but for an almost dead <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> doing the awkward champagne video when Henry Kissinger dies <laughs> be like oh I've got the champagne oh I can't open it for this <laughs> love to oh, be like I love, have, love, love to have weird homoerotic tension with my own <laughs> twin it's still uh, I'm still shaken by the fact that they there there is actually two of them. <laughs> no. I think there's three. I think there's another one as well. Oh my god, like the Property Brothers. Yeah. <coughs> or there's always, the a, there's always an extra. There's always a spare one. Yeah. Or the Alstons. Mm. Yeah. yeah. There's not. There's only two greens, right? Okay. It is fucked <laughs> like up macro- that like no other like um, <laughs> internet people have a vendetta against Henry Kissinger. Like nobody before us have said uh, that we don't like no. him. No, yeah. I've heard of. Anthony Bourdain yeah. famously said nothing. Mm. <laughs> he said, I um, went to Cambodia and everything was good. And I loved it. It was a cool place. He said, uh, I, I ate some wonderful Cambodian food with Henry Kissinger. Like, <laughs> I'm a chef. <laughs> I, it's, I was going to say something and now I can't remember. I'm just, I'm just thinking now just about like 
British school education and critical race theory and where that conversation's going, which is sad. It's almost um, like yeah. it's it's a culture war topic. It's almost like it the culture was created for obfuscational purposes and is just purposefully created to it mean nothing. The fuck? If it makes you... You're f- telling me. <laughs> <laughs> that it, it didn't actually matter that someone removed a picture of the Queen somewhere. What, from the from the Oxford MCR? No. What? <laughs> Fuck. It's like taking a picture was... of the Queen down from a master's, common, master's student's postgraduate common room and then everyone in the newspaper's like, but isn't this a big deal? And everyone's like, no, why? I think it should be a law that you should have to have a picture of the Queen um, Elizabeth and then also the Queen Victoria <laughs> okay. in your um, living room above your TV. That would be dildo. good. Huh. Yeah. And then um, they have to be framed. You can't just stick up with blue. One of those, anything. one of those old maps of the British Empire where the British Empire is all in pink. Yeah, yeah. it's all like yeah. burnt around the edges for some but reason. But it's a, but it's a modern one, so it's just us. Ours <laughs> <laughs> in Fiji. And yeah. a little bit of North and Northern Ireland. Don't forget Northern yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Okay. We're still sort of clinging on <laughs> vaguely. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that. Terry's obviously, he's put some, he's not just like, I don't know, he knows some things, like granular details about, you know, about Japan and China. And again, I feel like he's just going through his Brewer's Dictionary of Fables and just finding out like facts. Trivia, trivia facts and just putting them in. Yeah. yeah. It's pub quiz facts. It's not knowledge. No systems. There are no systems. What's a system? That's not real. We don't live in a society. <laughs> and I say What's this to someone who used to get used to get regular free beer from going to a pub quiz. <laughs> I've lost my edge now, though. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, uh, if it makes you feel better, um, I went to school in Germany, and we also didn't learn about anything that isn't like European culture and history. That's a shit. So. Shock. In Germany. <laughs> 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 it's crazy. <laughs> Germany has no history of uh, racism no or history. colonialism. There's so, no, no, wasn't that, that was not what someone said. Who was that? It was a German, like a leading yeah, German politician, like, who said that Germany was Germany has the, no history. Has no history of uh, colonialism. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Who are the Herrero? I've no idea. Never heard. It of was them. the fucking. It was like one of the. Well, I think it was like the former leader of uh, of the social the Social Democratic Party, like. Oh, not the current also, one, but the one who was like chancellor candidate like eight years ago. That makes. You ever sense. heard of Germany invading a country? Because I no. no. <laughs> there were no German uh, colonies. There was also no some people, in Germany. Some people have compared the Nazi expansion into Eastern Europe uh, to um, enacting co- other colonial European powers um, projects within Europe itself. But mm. I'd say no. <laughs> No, because they decided they were wrong, whereas the other yeah. ones are fine. Um, I would simply say no. Yeah, I, was, I think I was going to say that when you were talking about that George Orwell essay about like the benign British person, where it's just a very cringe thing to say when Britain goes to these colonies and just enacts like massive war crimes. Yeah. Um, well, there is no benign person, is the thing. Like, If you exist in a society, you have an effect on that society, and we like to think that we don't. And other countries like to think that British people are polite, and that's how the media likes to portray us. But that's not true. That's that's definitely slipping. I think. I don't think anyone thinks British people are polite. No, but like, it, like, like in the nimby. sort of cultural, like the portrayal of British people in 
media yeah Maybe to americans but not to other like mm. actually like i yeah, know it's the french <laughs> i think like five years ago or so i would have said that like people in europe like maybe not the french but like in the germans or even hungarians have like that <laughs> idea of british people fuck the french uh yeah. I, it might since i think like since brexit uh i think brexit might have been the cutoff where like yeah. the public image of Britain has sunk. Yeah, we don't have any friends now. No. Which... Yeah, it's, um, I'm not sure we yeah. really did before, but yeah. I'm not saying Brexit is the actually the fault for like Britain sucking. It's just it's just when <laughs> it's just when people started to pay attention to Are you saying there might be structural issues with long <laughs> roots? What's a structure? There are no systems. System. <laughs> Next, you're going to start talking about systems. You better not talk about systems. You talk about systems, it's on site. I bet okay. you already have the idea for a better one. You think there's multifactorial causes to the current political climate? <laughs> Factorial causes? What are you, a mathematician? Um, okay. I'm not even sure. Do we, have any, do we have any final thoughts on final the middle thoughts. third of interesting times? Bear in that mind book. that we have the whole rest of the book. I was going to say, there's so yeah, much more I'm book sure to read. I'm sure but I'll have more next week. It's been an immense struggle for me to actually start reading this book, which I yeah. did. Uh, mm. I think Saturday. I started reading it Saturday, and we've had to delay it, delay this recording a couple of times because I couldn't face doing it. Well, and also I was in the train journey from hell. Yeah. So. Oh, yes, Robin. Robin <laughs> yeah, was absorbed by bad. British Rail. I went I to Blackpool and yeah. I could either pay £150 to spend five hours on a train and nine hours in a station on an overnight or I could stay at my nan's and then take the easy trip from Warrington to Manchester to Newport to Bristol that ended up taking about seven hours <laughs> in a train with the heating on on the hottest day of the year, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I'd be I dead. Can... I think I would just have a panic attack and. I nearly sleep did. Because <laughs> um, I got off the like, I, it was just the worst. I just like was watching. I think I'd moved past panic. I just had settled Exceptions. into resignation. Yeah, <laughs> moved past the five stages of grief. I was just looking at all the connections that I'd missed. Like, yeah, okay. God, fucking train delays Side make me make me like lose my mind more than anything. Like it's mm. it's 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 having printer issues, oh, God, yeah. but like stretched on a longer time, and also like with the additional factor that you you're not getting home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I once I once like had to change a train journey from Gatwick Airport. To court to Penzance in Cornwall, which is basically the entire width of the UK. If people don't know that, it's about it's it's almost it's, it's if you're not going to Scotland, like from the south to Scotland, that's an eight-hour drive, ten-hour drive. Yeah, it it was an overnight train, um, and I remember having to like I had to ring up the train line, which my mum had stupidly booked the tickets on. Uh, which is just, they're just ticket scalpers. They they don't yeah. cost any less. They it, I don't know why they exist. Um, and like the bloke was, re- I I was like 
I, I was like, destroyed with how tired I was. And the bloke, <laughs> the bloke was really rude. <laughs> He just got really frustrated because I couldn't form sentences properly and was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and you get this train. There was an overnight train. They kept the lights on the whole time. <laughs> These really bright lights. <laughs> I once had to... The, the worst one for me was I was going home for Christmas. I don't know if I told this story. I was going home for going Christmas home too. For like, Christmas. So it was like from from here to budapest so we had to like go through germany austria and then hungary and i had to change trains in vienna uh and the train from vienna to budapest was like it was like 30 minutes late so i had to like wait there it was like in december it was incredibly cold it was like minus 15 degrees um at, oh jesus and like in in the evening uh mm. so we were like waiting outside of the train platform and it said trains coming in 20 minutes and then 20 minutes later, it still said 20 minutes. Like, it, it just shifted every 10 minutes. Uh, the, the time about the delay just, like, shifted ten min- for 10 minutes later. So we had to, like, wait outside the entire time for, like, oh. two hours until oh. the train finally arrived. Oh. I will say, so people talk about Germany being super organized. And it's not true. Every time except one... Uh, I've used the German train network, which is quite a few times. It's been either either late, delayed, or like there's been a replacement like coach service. Mm. Bad. Mm. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, that's Germany. I'm coming about from. The Deutsche Bahn is not good. Like, uh, or it's just it's just Americans who think it's good because American trains are even worse. Oh yeah. I have. I, I love have to be on a train pills. that's capped at fifty miles an hour. <laughs> I have drunk Jesus a pils on the um, on the autobahn. That was quite fun. But I wasn't <laughs> driving, that so. does sound exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound good. Neck and beers, looking at the drink. enormous spoil heaps from all the coal industry <laughs> in the Ruhr. Important to note, he was not driving. <laughs> I cannot drive, so yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so this has been Who Watches the Watch. Um, <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Another great uh, one. Another knocked it out of the park Another again. Banger. We're just really good at these. Bang of <laughs> so podcast, We're just the best. We, um, we should we should charge people uh, for like podcasting advice. I think that would be a great business venture. We should, we should write a Let's book. book. We should write a book. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the other um, book we're writing. <laughs> yeah, the other book that we're almost finished. Um, I won't write so... a book. George will write a book. So George is going to write, write the podcasting advice book, uh, but we're all getting money for it. George is writing barbecue. George is writing barbecue. <laughs> the book, book, uh, four point five in the Haspel series. <laughs> um, okay. Sure. What does that mean? <laughs> Don't tell him, Janosch. <laughs> I won't. Ursa Major. I will oh. say it says Gunter Sakir. Um, yeah, it's a star constellation. Yeah. Yeah. It's the plow. Yeah, I didn't know what uh, it was called in English. I would have known Ursa Major, but uh, Big Bear. Big Bear. We call it. We call the it. We call pan. it the plow. Big. Americans big call it the Big Dipper because they're weird. I I call it the Big Dipper. Classic. You Joanna knew some song canceled. about it. Yeah. So this is <laughs> which is the one. Joanna knew we'll some song. This is like weirdly times. horny. Anyway. <laughs> New Ghost we'll Flea song about how people bully bully Ghost Flea for <laughs> saying the Big Dipper. <laughs> Yeah, it's called like 
It's just called Big Dipper, and everyone's like, oh, it's going to be about like, the stars. But I, it's just about how everyone bullies me for being like. I have not considered to <laughs> like. being mid Atlantic. To read between the lines on your album uh, on which songs are about you being frustrated with your co host. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I listened that- to every single song on the album and was like, is this about me? <laughs> <laughs> is that how. <laughs> No. <laughs> is this about me? It's the, it's the, yeah, no, but it was it was so a good cute. time. It's a good album. Anyway, stream Ghostfly. Conflict stream Resolution Ghostfly. on Or buy it. Or buy, buy, or buy it. Buy, it. buy my Conflict, album. Conflict Resolution is not abuse. I am, I am already yeah, a better person cool. than most be- people because I actually bought the album instead of just streaming it. Uh-huh. That's true. I'm a more I supporting friend. More than I thought, but it was... But you can still you can still buy it. Um, it's okay, and um, that's good. You can buy it yeah. twice. Buy <laughs> buy another copy for your friends. I support my I support Ghostly by cooking them succulent Turkish meals. Yeah, yeah. George, I went to see George on the weekend, and he made me a delicious aubergine, and it was very good. And we watched aubergine? Into the Vampire, a classic movie. It was movie. it a was a film. second rate version of the the dish. I've made it better in the past. It was very nice. Don't listen to George. <laughs> well, I was like, yeah, I don't know why we're talking about my music. It's my birthday in one hour and a bit. And it's Robin's birthday oh, in an shit. hour. So even though this will be like posted in two weeks, you you in the past should yeah. wish them a happy birthday. It's going to be Robin's birthday for me in 10 minutes. So. Oh, oh that's, that's an happy exciting birthday. concept. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> the yeah. picture of Robin in, in Germany is older than Robin themselves. <laughs> Don't like say we're this, not afraid to be It's like when you look at the star and the star's already dead. It's like that. Robin's already yeah. dead, but the light's taking so long to get to us. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I get, like, really old and start to feel that I'm dying, I'm, I'm going to have to, like, walk in the direction of where the time zones end, so... Yeah, you just got to do a Superman yeah, yeah, and go yeah, yeah, yeah. around the world so quickly that it that time goes, goes backwards. backwards. Yeah. yeah, but then you get to the beach and you realise that time is is a human construct put onto the actual passage of time, and no. you sink to your true. knees and go no. Yeah. Um. So if you want more of this, then you can donate to our Patreon, or you can listen to our other podcast, Immortal Incantations Heartspell. Woo! Where Ooh. we are writing Heartspell. I mean, it's delayed because we write most of it on the Patreon. Or it's more up to date on the Patreon. But, you know, that version of, of it is going to be done <laughs> soon. And the ebook will be out and you can buy that, like, ahead of schedule if you really want to. It's thoroughly exciting. fun. Um, yeah. I don't know when that'll be out because we have to, like, do some yeah. formatting and some editing and figure out how it works. We might actually you know. have to. We might actually, but I don't know. We'll talk about it. If we want to like delay the ebook and the audio book until the free feed is like catching up, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. Not, not I, I don't end. think I. I can't wait that long. That's that's also true. I just like to put stuff out. I've got yeah. no artistic patience. As soon as I've done something, I'm like, well, <laughs> everyone has it. to see yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck those people. Yeah, you gotta who know. Don't pay us. So anyway. Yeah, that's true. But you it's can basically they can stealing. Buy, they, they, they can, can buy, buy it legally. 
If they buy the ebook, then they're giving us money, which is cool. <laughs> I'm um, not actually saying I'm not actually saying it's stealing. If you're not subscribing to us <laughs> to our Patreon, it's just something that Jesse Thorne said from Maximum Fun, uh, and uh, it was I was making a reference to that. So I was actually making fun of someone who would say that you're stealing from us. Anyway, but, but still, still, still give it. us money. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can give us like three, three money three of them. to get access to the Patreon. Um, or you can give us five to get your name shouted out like, like these humans. Uh, hold on. People. Uh, thank you to all our five euro rinse flowers 10 patrons um oh whom's names are big titty got thread wife big friend titty. Of the show. big flat bunt wow there's a lot of big Ooh, a lot of big, big people uh, um, flat because they know i like big big things. boyfriend of the show tom <laughs> Okay. He's large. I can, he's so large. I can see him in the background. Yeah. He's rolled up like a burrito. He's fast asleep. He is. Which reminds me that I owe my friend Ash money for a burrito. <laughs> Justin Crandall. <laughs> Milk Just succubus. In time. Milk. Uh, Evan yes, DM. And um, Evan. Pour one out That's for weekly. Pour one out for the artist um, formerly known as uh, Rise and Grind Memes for side hustling teens. Uh, that. Ship has sailed. Um, they I messaged me that I should instead dedicate the Patreon shout out to. Um, where did I write that down? <laughs> <laughs> to the memories of those lost. Okay. Um, Thanks for the memories, even though they I'm weren't so great. I'm saluting the poppies. Um, uh, yes. I'm thinking of our troops. <laughs> and, um, and then extra special thanks lost. to the patrons on the Bjorn Strong in the IMT uncles of the show. Uh, oh yeah, baby! Flash Wraith, Carrot Lash, with the sexy voice, Agnes, uh, Sarah McClintock, and Slime Simon. Thank you, Sarah. Um, reminder that if you subscribe to that tier, you will get the physical copy of Heart Spell. Uh, I'm gonna say Heart. try to su- if you want the physical copy, maybe try to subscribe by the end of the next the month. month. When yeah. do you think? Nobody, mm-hmm. Nobody's gonna copy your physique. We're gonna have to find a cutoff date for that. Yeah. Um, uh, we need to, I think, probably have a a, a chat about how we'll, 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 logistics. Yeah, yeah. We'll, but we'll I, we'll talk we about. I'm gonna say I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna yeah. say if you subscribe by the end of next month, which is July, you mm, still get so. the book. Uh, because I don't think we'll be able to like print it no. by then. So <laughs> after that, maybe not. But if you subscribe by the end of July, um, you know, you'll you get the first shipment yeah. of physical, physical books. So physical. Mm, let's get physical. <laughs> okay. This episode is never going to end. Um, or you can join no. our Discord if you want to. Okay. <laughs> now this has been Who Watches the Watch. And until next time, Beyond Strong in the Arm is my uncle. Beyond Strong in um, the Arm is my uncle. Stan Rince Flower. Stan Rince Flower, it's question me. mark. Read Orientalism. Stan Nigel, I wish you were in this book. Postcolonial um, theory. Fuck, fuck um, Genghis Khan. I don't like him anymore. Do a revolution, probably. No. Um, and don't be racist. Yeah, talk, talk like you're in the morning zoo. Don't be racist. Uh, no. <laughs> All of my ideas about the morning zoo are filtered through left wing podcasting. It's only ironically. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.
You've been listening to a Good Episode Productions Network podcast. See the website for more details.